0: This is a great investment opportunity. You might know nothing about the green rush that's happening in cannabis industry. Do you want to sit down and let's, you want to go through my financial plan? Do you want to hear about the prospect? Do you want to hear about how I bring in change in this entire industry? And they were open to discussion and one thing led to another. And after maybe like knocking hundred doors, I was able to finally figure out one person who believed in my vision and mission. And here I am with their investment. From the
1: PodConnect studios, high in the Rockies at the beautiful Beaver Creek Resort, it's the Raising
0: Cannabis Capital Show.
1: Today on the MJ Bulls Raising Cannabis Capital Podcast, we are joined by Anu Cote, the founder of Social. Anu, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you, Dan. Thank you, MJ Bulls, for having me, and I'm equally excited and thrilled to be a part of this podcast. <laughs> That's really nice to
1: say. I'm excited so much to talk to you because... Your story is really inspirational. You've really defied the odds by, A, raising money in this market, and B, opening a, can- a Canada's dispensary in Chicago. And um, that would be, in most cases, would be a story in itself. But what I find most inspirational about what you've done is... How are you using your platform to promote d- diversity and equity and s- social equity, and I thought that might be a good place to start because a lot of people have start have 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 dispensaries. Yours is a little your approach is a little bit different, and I think our listeners will really be interested in how your approach to this is.
0: Absolutely, and thank you for bringing that uh, topic because I'm very passionate about how I started my business and uh, where I am today. My story is I always take the first mover's advantage wherever I go. I'm an immigrant and I came to this country in 2008. And I have, since then, I have been able to found two companies in one venture, which was founded by my husband. I helped him build that. So anything new doesn't intimidate me or, or doesn't let scare me. So I take it with a lot of grit and determination. The idea behind Social started back in 2014 when Illinois decided to open up uh, their doors to medical cannabis. And we did that round of applications back then though we did not win any, but we have but our application was ranked pretty high. So my journey actually started from there. And in twenty nineteen when I decided to become a youth, we did the next round of application and A a really great thing happened during that point of time. And it started, the entire social equity concept started with the state where they floated out application based on your social equity status. And we as a company, we intentionally chose to be social equity by employment. And I told my husband, this is our chance to give it back to America. This this is our chance to give it back to the community who helped us build our American dream. We were both immigrants with college degree in this country with no resource and uh, No connections in and today now we have a door and we have the ability to keep the door open for people to enter through it. And why not do that? So instead of going through social equity by ownership or having a veteran owned business or anything, we decided intentionally to go with social equity by employment. We also had employees back then during our application period, which was an expensive process for us, but We had to still maintain our social equity status by having those employees in our payroll. And that's how our journey started. And that's how our commitment to social equity and diversity, it keeps continuing with our business. And today we are operational at flagship stores in uh, Park Ridge, Illinois, and we have more than 51% of our uh, employees come from uh, DIA areas and communities that has been impacted by and Trucks
1: yeah I found that really interesting that you're you you've 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 really assisted the communities that were disproportionately affected by the war on drugs. I think that says a lot about a your commitment to this, but also it ties into your being an immigrant and understanding, appreciating what a lot of these people went through long before you arrived.
0: absolutely. And I understand the journey where it can be lonely and you are here and you're wondering how people got there and how do you like level the playing field for people. So my definition of leadership is building people around me as leaders. And that's how I understand what leadership is. And that's what I'm trying to do with all my staff, making them independent leaders in their own ways.
1: That's awesome. That is so good. Now, getting a license i mean we've done a lot of shows about getting licenses and that's it, it's always a challenge but i want to talk a little bit about how you funded this because it, it's very impressive especially for like i said you didn't grow up here you didn't have that network of people that that a lot of people have lean on to that that friends and family round so talk to us about your raising capital journey
0: The first thing I would tell people who have really raised capital is if you have walked that path, let me tell you, knocking doors will humble you. And I've had that experience. (laughs) There have been numerous doors I have knocked. And let me tell you, the entire experience humbled me and put me in a place where I had to rethink the entire strategy. Uh, Raising capital in cannabis business, especially being a minority and a woman, is extremely difficult and I reached a point where I had to rethink my strategy. What is it that I'm doing is not right. And then I realized that here I am going to a bunch of people who have money but they don't necessarily share my worldview. So I have to tr- change that strategy strategy to go to people who share my worldview <laughs> and then start asking money from them. <laughs> so I had to put on my sales cap and then I started as I said, I was an immigrant and I don't have that kind of network here. So I started approaching people that I know within my circle that, hey, this is a great investment opportunity. You might know nothing about the green rush that's happening in cannabis industry. Do you want to sit down and let's, you want to go through my financial plan? Do you want to hear about the prospect? Do you want to hear about how I bring in change in this entire industry? And they were open to discussion and one thing led to another. And after maybe like knocking 100 doors I was able to f- finally figure out one person who believed in my vision and mission and here I am with their investment.
1: Oh I love it. I th- that's a strategy that more people need to take because everybody loves a story and especially if they're predisposed to love the story in advance versus a financial person it's just looking at numbers you're you were out there selling the story and then if they had money that was great but you were selling the story i wonder if those meetings those hundred meetings did they sometimes what looked like a failure turned out to be a success because they introduced you to somebody else
0: nobody introduced me to anyone to be really, honest with <laughs> Well, (laughs) I had to to do my cold calling, I had to do my research, I had to uh, pay to be able to uh, go to expensive conferences where I had where my business was not making money. So those initial investment came out of my pocket. And the community is helpful in terms of giving you ideas and strategies how to run business. But the community is still not open about sharing investors on their list.
1: (laughs) That's good good to know. That's good to
0: know. Nobody did that with me. But I think what I what was my advantage was the fact that I really believed in my story and I was very passionate in delivering my message. And they saw saw a component where I I was making an impact. So I want to bring in people who really believe in impact investment. Right now, rather than seeing how much ROI I'm going to get and also telling that you will still make money when you do impact investing. There is a myth behind that. You think is that like capitalism is everything and you have to see ROIs, but that's not the whole entire truth. Impact investing also will make you some amount of money.
1: Oh, that's a that needs to be said more frequently that that for sure. And now, for our listeners, we weren't talking about a hundred a couple hundred thousand dollars that she raised. She raised well over a million dollars. and so this is not something that should be taken lightly, this strategy. Now, let's talk about before we wrap up, give us an idea of where you are today and where you'd like to be like in five years.
0: Thank you. So we opened our dispensary. Our soft opening was end of August and our, we had a grand opening after Labor Day weekend. So we are way past, let's just say, 45 days into operations right now. We had two audits from the state so, and it was all clear. So I'm super Happy. It's like your principal comes in and they take a test and they say that you got an A grade. So I'm super happy about it. That we are on top of our game. We have our SOPs in place. We have great employees. We have a sales training in place. So we have a lot of post opening. We took care of all the post open opening challenges right now. In in the meanwhile, my next goal is to we are we are actually under LOI with a license holder and we are in process of acquiring our second dispensary license so if that deals go through so we will have our second license in place we we'll have we have figured out our real estate we have our money we have our fund ready so i don't see why we can't open our second dispensary next year
1: oh my gosh that's so exciting so fast yeah. <laughs> well you said you have your your money lined up will there be opportunities for other people to participate in your growth other investors
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. So now okay. that I have my uh, post-operational financials ready, I can act, show them actual numbers compared to projections. That's how I had raised my first 3 million. And they would see numbers in real terms. We, my, my plan is to open 10 dispensaries and build the retail footprint in Illinois. So I'm still raising money for my third and fourth dispensary and I welcome any opportunity that comes my way.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Well, I'm sure a lot of people will be interested. Before I let you go, significance of the name of your business.
0: So she, So if you break it down phonetically, so C-L, it's S-O hyphen S-H-E hyphen A-L-L. So so means social. So we are fighting for the plant. We are making sure that the plant is socially acceptable uh, in our community. And uh, there is no stigma attached to cannabis going forward. And it's done by education. She is, because the plant is female, and this business is female-owned, female-proud, and female-operated. Most of my employees are women. 85% of my staff are women. And all is because I'm an immigrant, and I felt how lonely an immigrant journey can be in this world. I believe in inclusion. So bring everyone in my dispensary. Bring everyone in my business and community, and there will be no disparity here. So that's oh, I, how love the it. Came in. I love it.
1: I love it. I love it. Well, we're going to have all of your information in, in the show notes. So, if more people want to join her community and be part of the all, just click the links. Or if you're maybe interested in talking to about investing, I mean, geez, like licenses in Illinois are are very valuable. So, I would not hesitate on this one. Thank you so much for being on the show today. And again, congratulations! What a great accomplishment, especially given the fact from where you started. This is very impressive. Inspires He's everyone. A-
0: Thank you. I I really enjoyed my time chatting with you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows.
1: I'm Larry Mishkin, and I'd like to invite you to join Rob Hunt and me on our weekly podcast, The Deadhead Cannabis Show. Each week, we explore the latest cannabis and jam band news and reminisce with other deadheads and jam band lovers about the great musical acts that we've seen and heard. Check out a new episode every Monday.